who is a dumbass. Stupid makes you <laughs> It's Cross Culture. You know how we like to start. I don't like that. It's what? Cross Culture. It's what? Cross Culture. It's what? Cross culture. Hey. Cross culture. Remix. I think we should do a piano style remix. Ah, Whoa. Where's the whistle? <laughs> <laughs> I know. How you guys doing? This is Damio. And I'm Erica Mona. And this is Cross Culture. Okay, we're doing back to back to oh, back. Oh, we harmonized even with that one. I felt it. <laughs> hey guys, back with another one. Back with another episode. Mm-hmm. How's everybody feeling today? How are you doing, girl? Give us some tea. Any updates, highlights? What made you smile? What do you want people to know about you? Guys, um... We're still going strong in the gym. So okay. we're gonna say that. Um oh, I signed my contract for my next school year. Mm-hmm. The price went up. Hey. I like that. Yes, it is price. It's not to this price. Brr. Okay. Um and Ramadan is going. It's almost over. It's mm-hmm. been a you know, it's been a journey. Ramadan is always really funny for me in a way, but mm-hmm. we'll save that for our theology episode. And not theology <laughs> episode, hell no. And you know, life is life and but I'm 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 still here. Here. That song wasn't bad though. That was a bop. It was just <laughs> the dance that made it yeah. weird. But it was low-key a bop. Anyway, that's my that's my celebration. Uh, that's nice. Um, I as well have been working out. So for the past two weeks, I've been working out consistently, like five days a week, every morning, like Good at six forty-five. G. Because I'm like, oh, you, I'm not gonna like you spotted me a little bit. So I'm oh. like, oh, she's going up early. Like, me too. Let me wake up early. Because I'm like, Dang. I know like the way my day is set up, I wouldn't have any other time to do it. So I'm like, let me just try and start my day off active. Do you something know? for you. Yeah, and I, I, I've been, I've been feeling good. Like um, a class is like, have you been losing weight? I'm just you have. You I've like noticed. It? Really? Oh. Are you have? You know, you have a fast metabolism naturally you probably just need to jump start it again mm, mm, yeah definitely my metabolism everything just changed i think mm. i just need to yeah be active and you know just be more intentional um so that feels good you know because sometimes you look at yourself you don't really see the difference yeah you know um so it's nice that oh okay people see it um did i talk about family turn too i don't know if i talked about yeah, that last we week did. i did talk about that last week uh, i'm trying to see what else is the highlight i think just me working out in general has been a good thing for myself. Erica's I've been, been posting more. on her vlog. She's oh been my on God, her vlog on sure YouTube. Have. Thank you. Yeah, I sure vlog. have. Girl, I got um three thirty one followers. Now. Period. I mean subscribers. Okay, oh my God, y'all no. like my stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just I think I've just been more intentional about trying to take care of me, mm. especially emotionally. We did that heartbreak episode last week, so y'all know what I'm going through. Um, so my husband Primo, I've been reading some devotion every day, mm. like Holy Spirit, Father, come and be my husband. Amen. You know, let me, you know, just just learn, like let me love myself. You know, 
Um, so that feels good overall. Like, you know, so that's what a girl has been doing. That's what a girl has been doing. So y'all, I love that. Thank you. Thank it's you. definitely giving self-care 2023. 20, mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, the years have been long. The time has been stretching. And okay. It's like, I want to be in a good space during the summer and to enjoy the summer. Just enjoy the rest of the year, period. Exactly. Like, to really in- do that. Make this year count. Absolutely. So, guys, definitely try and pay attention to the little things that make you smile. Be intentional with yourself. Yes. So, Dami, how do we like to start? You guys, we like to start with the hot Hot topic. So this week we're starting um, with TV. We haven't really covered a lot of TV. Let's talk about what the streets have been saying. Okay. So I don't know how many of you heard, but Hulu is releasing a Freak Nick documentary. Okay. I think it should be releasing actually in like two weeks. Mm -hmm. I didn't find the uh, date, but y'all can look that up. Anyway, the conversation around it, though, is multi-layered. One, they said y'all aunties and mamas is shaking in their boots. Because they really don't know what footage is out there. If footage is out there, they just, they it never. Be, it may be a footage of your mama busting her coochie while open. Okay, getting the train ran on her. Damn. You know, riding things. So what, what really was Freak Neek about? Okay, so that's actually what I wanted to allude to. So years ago, because I'd be on YouTube like that, I'd be watching YouTube documentaries. Mm-hmm. So somebody made a Freak Neek documentary on YouTube. I'll link it on the page so y'all can watch it. It's a really good um, doc and what they talked about was that Freak Nick originated from Black Greek fraternity. Right, like it was basically like a D nine picnic in Atlanta, um, and then it started gaining attention and more like and more. You know, colleges. it started now trying becoming like a Black congregation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I loved how that documentary kind of highlighted it because it did. It just talked about it in like a Black joyful experience. Yeah, like you knew it got nasty, you knew it got freaky, but it didn't. I guess. The plus and minus is it didn't talk about the sexual assault side of Freak that Nick. did happen. Okay, um, which is ultimately what ended Freak Nick. Uh, uh, a lot of sexual assaults happened, mm. um, rapes, things wow. of that nature um, was happening for years, and I think it just got to a place where it was just like this is too much. How long did it last for? I know for a couple of years. It I was, don't think it was for like ten years. It was like a four, four or five year yeah, stretch, yeah. Like, like ninety four to ninety eight. Yeah, because I. I have as well seen like different like documentaries, little clips about Freak Nick and how you know it brought college students and non-college students together. Mm, yeah. But people did say like when a lot of the non-college students start to come in, like regular folks start to join, then it became too too rowdy. It do be like that though, you know. Um, but not to say college kids don't be raping people either, but. Yeah, that's quite sad. So the documentary's coming out. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's just been, like, a lot of mixed review. You know, as, aside from the jokey-jokey of, like, you know, is that your mama? Mm-hmm. The other side of it, too, is, like, a lot of people are saying, like, what, what is the story they're trying to tell about Freak Nick? Mm-hmm. And this, to me, has been part of what I've been kind of, like, leaning into in quote-unquote cancel culture or whatever, because I just feel like it'd be so much to expose and to kind of kind of just say that the black culture this like freaking is one of the few things that as a black experience we enjoy yeah and we hold on to yeah and we have like a a 90s nostalgia in a way Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. and now they're about to pop that bubble as well yeah and i feel like they're popping every one of our like anything that we held sacred yeah we're finding the flaw in it Mm mm-hmm like, I literally was just on Facebook, and somebody was like, yo, Mar- uh, Morgan Freeman, an abuser. And then it's like a whole TikTok video going on. I around. think I did see the And I'm just kind of like, who does this serve? 
Not, mm. not even to be like, I'm not saying that victims don't have a thing, but I'm also saying like, bitch, you ain't said nothing for 70 years. Let the shit die now. <laughs> like, for real. Like, take it to the grave. Take you. it to the grave at this point. Like, what what was the point? Damn. Of of some random millennial going back to look, you know what I mean? Like, some, some shit is just kind of like, why? Just let it be. Let it be. I think also with the Hulu thing, I have been seeing people saying like, okay, if y'all going to do Hulu, y'all do Spring Break next. Y'all do, uh, what's it called? Wild... What, what, girls gone girls, wild. Girls, no, nah, girls gone wild. Now, nah, come on, now, nah, that one was something. I ain't gonna lie, she can watch some stuff on TV. Do all that shit. Yeah, you know, Playboy, they are doing their, the, you know, the expose, expose. But the they've Playboy been doing that stuff. expose for five, six years. Expose, Gee, they expose him. Expose him. Even before he died. Before died. he died, exactly. Expose him. Like, what is the deep, 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 deep expose? And are y'all gonna do something about it? But I do feel like if they're gonna do Freak Nick, let's see Spring Break. Cause those videos of Spring Breaks with the girls with the boobs out and, you know, the guys girls, putting their fingers all up in their yeah, the girls' like, asses. Like, come girls on. Girls Gone Wild was essentially child trafficking. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. Like, they were underage girls. They were underage girls. You know what I mean? It's in the same vein as people watching an R. Kelly video in the hood. It's a bunch of R- underage girls not in the hood. being asked to perform sexual favors mm-hmm. for men. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just, I just think that there is. A culture of which we need to be a little bit more mindful of, where it's like if we're gonna do the research about things, then I think we have to start making more educated choices about what we want to put out there about our own culture and our own selves and what we have to hold on to. But I feel like obviously with this Hulu, it's not us. I don't feel like we are the one. Oh, I mean, I don't know who the director is or who yeah. who's the one. You know, is there a black as, as soon as I heard it was gonna be on Hulu, I was like, y'all need to stop laughing and y'all need to start saying, no, nah, we don't want to see this because Hulu don't do nothing but twenty twenty expose. They sure, yeah, you know, and Hulu be quick with the expose. Sure do. It be like, so you breaking news about oh, an, an actor doing this literally two days later. They got the doc. I'm like, how, how y'all get all this research? G? How y'all get all this tea? Because they be knowing probably before they hit the streets. You know, on some media, mm-hmm. we know this. But yeah, y'all, I mean, luckily for me, my mama's an immigrant, so. <laughs> Heck you know. So you saying she was not there. My mama was not None of your relatives were there at all. I don't know anybody. Maybe my friends, mamas, but <laughs> no, none of my relatives would have been in Freaknet. Okay. Unless one of my brothers went. Was that there? They were young. I'm like, wasn't they like a little bit young, too young? Yeah, they might have been a little bit too young. Maybe they were still in high school. Yeah. 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 Your mom was like, you ain't going to Atlanta. Not no Atlanta. <laughs> what do you know that auntie yes. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> All right. So other in other uh, TV news, I have been watching. Y'all know I be on Netflix when I'm doing work and stuff. And my new watch is Beef. Okay. Um. Now, Beef is a new show. It is starring Ali Wong and Stephen Yoon. I, I hope I pronounced it correctly. And it's basically a story that starts off about um, two people who kind of get into a road rave incident. And then they carry this quote-unquote beef. Um, but it also does a really good job of telling this story about their lives and almost what what has contributed to their lives to bring them to a point where... They are so angry to carry on this beef. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause some you know everybody gets into a little road rage, but you don't become obsessed with the person that you're enraged with. Mm. Um, in terms of like revenge or whatever, it's an interesting show. Um, it's it makes you feel like it's a, gonna be a cat and mouse. Okay, it has elements of that, but there's also a lot of elements of cross culturedness. Ah. You know, it's so refreshing to see. 
Asian Americans also being represented. I love seeing other cultures being represented fully. Because it, it is refreshing to see where it's not always white people. Shit. Like, and it's not white people. Them. Exactly. It's not just that one token. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I enjoy it. I, I love these actors, too, like as Asian actors. I'm familiar with them, and I think that they do a really good job. Mm-hmm. So, y'all should check it out. That's good. I'm trying to see. What else are you watching on Netflix? I'm like, am I watching anything else? Um, I, I think I spoke about The Night Agent already. I, that was good. That, that, was was, that, that was a good recommendation. I definitely watched it. I enjoyed that. Um, you know, we're watching Love is Blind. I know we chatted about it a tad bit. Um, so new episode is going to come out. Actually, new episode should be out tonight. Oh, I think so. so the I reunion and, mm-hmm. and the rest of the weddings. The reunion is next week. But uh-huh. the rest of the wedding, you know, they try to break they it They're dragging this thing out a little drag, bit. But the rest of the wedding is this, this week. Okay. Yeah. So I can't wait to see. Is Kwame going to say yes or no? Clearly, Kwame. going to say no. Yeah, it's given she's going to say I no. I think, no, you know what it's given? What? She's going to say no. Oh, like I choose myself. I wasn't comfortable not knowing your mother and how uh-huh. you were scared. You were scared. I think what I want to say about that, too, actually, is like, first of all, you know you're African, or whether you're not African, or, you know, it's not just happened to African. The other white couples just have where all my parents don't agree. Don't come on the show. Yeah. I'm tired of that being a storyline. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of that. My mother doesn't agree, and they think, nah, 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 and, and it's like, I can't marry because of this. It's like, come on. You knew this before you got on the show. You knew the kind of parents you had before you came on the show. So either you don't talk, just say, oh, they don't agree with it. It's simple. But stop making it a full storyline, and it's a sob story. And it's a, oh, my God, like, I'm tired of it. For Love is Blind to be interesting to me, because I ain't going to start. If y'all want all in the group text about it, I want for the watch this I know you sure weren't. Because I felt like, one, this shit is stale. It's like, I, I can tell you, first of all, they have an archetype for each character every season now. Mm-hmm. Like, the first season was the only authentic season. Yeah. The first season was the only authentic season. Because all that drama, even, don't forget what that nigga was low-key gay and he was trying to hide being gay. Ooh, Carlton. Carlton, just That was the only black couple that we had on Love is Blind season one with Diamond Jack. Because oh that's what's her name. Cousin. Yes, because and the Diamond from Chicago. Yes. Yes, I forgot about that. It was, it was different dramas. So for Love is Blind to be interesting to me, I'm about to tell y'all what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Number one, stop casting these young ass kids. I don't want to see anybody under 30 next season. Low key, yeah. Because they always going to have that same stupid ass cop out. I'm not, I know, am I making a mistake? Am I rushing? I guess I'm not ready. Get somebody that's pressure, that's yeah. feeling depression. Because they have some 25-year-olds there, and I'm just like, mm. You ain't ready for this dumb shit. Like, you no. still got living to do. Mm-hmm. Secondly, stop casting these models. Get some people that are traditionally unattractive in certain ways. Get, like, not like unattractive, but something that... Maybe but I feel like they, I feel like they do have that this season though. No, they like don't. they're not cute people like that. Them people not ugly. They're just not. Yeah, those, you are, those but people you know, are not attracted not, to the people that they, they're not ugly people. But but you know, think about it. It's still TV though. You know what I'm saying? So they're rarely gonna cast ugly people. So then it's not a real social experiment. Hell it's a no. casting because that's what I'm saying. It's like the point of it is is love blind, meaning that does not fucking matter if everybody on the show is attractive anyway, mm-hmm. because then. It's like, oh, love is blowing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if everybody's attractive anyway, that defeats the purpose. But I think this season does do show, like, how Irina does not find, I forgot what, Zach um, attractive, though. They always going to have people that, quote, unquote, don't find somebody mm-hmm. else attractive. Mm-hmm. I'm saying pick somebody that is typically, like, on the general, pick a, 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 a severely overweight person to be on the show. 
Pick somebody that's like has features that people would say is like, oh, this is not attractive features. Like even when they pick black men, it's very it's a specific uh, look. It's specific look. Even the black girls be a specific, specific look. look. Pick them people that's like, ah, they might not, Damn. they might not be hot in the streets, yeah. or somebody might find something unattractive about mm-hmm. them. Whereas, like the beauty, not not to call people ugly, but sometimes it's people that's like, stop picking people that's like meeting an obvious casting call. Mm-hmm. That that's that's what I'm trying to say. Like you see these people, and you're like, obviously you were casted for mm-hmm. the show. Absolutely, this is not as random. Oh yeah, no, obviously not. Um, but yeah, it, it's quite entertaining. I'm gonna keep watching this, so we'll see what is gonna happen this time. Would you do Love Is Blind? I've thought about it before. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think I wouldn't mind it. Not you thought about it. I have thought about like, is this something that I would do? Uh, maybe if I'm in my 30s, yes. And it's still like you know, I feel like it could be my like, oh, I have no hope type of thing. You I got know? I got the casting for uh, Married at First Sight. Oh really? I did get the casting stuff. I just didn't go through with it. Damn, why you ain't go? Because I, I didn't want to be married at first sight. Yeah, not at first sight. No, I'm not built like that. Uh-uh. Well, you know, married at first sight is like that, though, because they do have a lot of not traditionally attractive Exactly. Uh-huh. That's why married at first sight is better, because that's why it's more like whatever. Mm-hmm. Because it really do be people that's, one, thirsty to get married. Mm-hmm. Two, it's people that, like, they're so thirsty to get married, and usually by the time they're at that space, mm-hmm. it's because... They, it's for some weird reason, something about them clearly is what's repelling love in their life. I ain't doing that married at first sight. Yeah. No, love bless you makes sense. Y'all, at least, I see how your voice a little bit. I can sense your personality a little bit. This small connection building. But literally, married at first sight is the first time I'm seeing you, I'm getting married to your ass? I'm, really? Heck not. And I still say, oh, yeah. Oh, but what's all? Like matchmakers, put them together. Uh-uh. She. Uh-uh. Can't do it, won't do it. No, they must stop. But it, it's definitely entertaining. Uh, speaking of shows, I know Love and Marriage is back on Huntsville. Oh, Love and Marriage, uh, yeah. The first, the first season was the first episode was alright. It was okay. Um, but I'm quite curious to see what the season is going to be like. Um, what do you think? Melody is the drama. Mm-hmm. Now I do think. Here's the thing. I do think Melody is the villain. Yeah. But I think that we did watch her villain origin story. Mm-hmm. I don't think she was naturally the villain of the show. No, I think she just, she's at her breaking point, and she's yeah. like, I'm just not going to take it. But I think, I'm not even thinking about villain regarding Mar- Martel. Like, right No, no, so. yeah. Martel's not the like, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, she should always, not say she should always be like that, but it's just like, she's been doing, going through yeah. the nonsense of infidelity and of his nonsense. For many, many, many years, you know. So now he would. Now you want to play the last guy and let's pray together. No, I'm too mad. Which she could still be mad. Yeah. But it's more of how she treats her friendships. Yes. You know what I mean? Is the concern. So question: If a friend of yours deletes, changes their number, okay, and they don't give you their new number, and you do reach out, but there's no response, and you're like, oh, I guess, I guess, I guess she just ain't responding. And the next time she sees you, she's like, Why didn't you DM me though? Like, you ain't fight for me. <laughs> That's what I heard when she said that dumb shit. You ain't fight for me. You you ain't chase me is what I heard. You know, some women don't be understanding. Um, there's levels to attention that you can get from people. Mm-hmm. That is a, I expect that from my man attention. Yes. I block one of my my, my hoes. If you don't find every other way to contact, contact me, me, then you don't want it. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's woman team. You know, that's that. 
Now with my girlfriend, yeah. you have to y'all have to move as equals. Like, you know what, what, what you, you mean? You have to move. You, as I equals. DM you because I'm like, if I already have your personal number and then you don't respond to my text, I reach out to you. Why would I? Because to me, I'm saying like, oh, I guess you just don't want to respond to me. So how the, how the hell will I know? Unless you made a, a public post like, hey, I have a new number. Hit me up. Hit me up. That's a different story. So she definitely is showing her ass a tad bit. Yeah. And you know what? I just be feeling like Mel just. Like, she just at a point. She want to be main girl character too, too yeah, bad. I just feel like she had a point on the show where it's like. I'm just here because I'm the main character. They didn't need me to be here. Uh, exactly. I feel like they keep, but I also feel like Carlos keep trying to attach somebody to Mel. Like, yeah. and like he keep trying to attach some female buddy just because she don't mm-hmm. have a male. Like, but she don't even want. She it. don't want a par- a pair. Like, I think that's what she's trying to mm-hmm. inherently tell them on the show. Like, stop trying to click me with mm-hmm. somebody else. I'm not with Martel, but I'm my own person. Yeah. So like, follow me. Yep. It, I'm not with Destiny. It was Destiny that they do the did Stormy. Yeah. And even before that, it was what's the other the one that's pregnant now? Who's pregnant? Oh, that's um, them. They irrelevant on the show. But I know you know, you're she about. also came in as her friend as a her little friend. bit. Yeah. You know, so it's just like mm, it's they not steady out. trying to. Yes, I think she just is kind of like look. If y'all, if y'all want to follow me in my music career, my single life, you welcome to do that. But okay. stop trying to make me be friends with these women. Yes. But um, let's talk about something. Let's switch it up a little bit. So the Dalai Lama, is that how you say it? The uh-huh. Dalai Lama, he actually did some, did some stuff that caught us all. I'm like, whoa. Anyway, so he did an appearance. Um, where, you know, a little kid did come to him. You know how they be having kids, oh, come on, hug the, the priest, the mm. Dalai Lama, whatever. Then the kid did come and ask for a hug. Um, and even with that, the Dalai Lama asked the kid to suck his tongue. That is some weird ass and shit. And literally, you, it's a video of, like, the kid leaning in. Yeah, it's just some weird ass shit. Like, and what? So, of course, the Dalai Lama's team, they're apologizing like, oh, you know, he was just being super friendly. Um, you know, he just, you know, just being friendly and he wasn't intentional. And we, we really uh, apologize. That wasn't his intelligent, uh, in- intention. Um, you know, his holiness, he has always lived in san- sanctity. You know, he's also celibate, too, you know, because it's part of, like, the spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. Um, his holiness is now being labeled all kinds of names. Hell, yeah. To me, for publicly ask a, a young boy to suck your tongue, please, what is that sucking? What type of teasing game is that? I, be- I really believe that part of the reason all these uh, priests and whatever motherfuckers be sexual abusers is because they're trying to force their body to do what's not natural. We are, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to sound like I'm like I'm outside like that, but we're not. <laughs> not that I'm outside. <laughs> so you ain't right? saying you a hoe. Yeah, but I'm saying it's like, but it's not natural for us as people to live the rest of our lives with no sexual intimacy. And the fact that they be trying to do it, they be trying to get to the people who won't expose them for wanting sex. Like... First of all, I never for all my life understood this Dalai Lama bullshit. I'm be real with you. Oh my God. Now I, you calling it bullshit. Because, now. I, because like, on, on some real stuff, who is he? What did he do and how he get there? So the Dalai Lama, I feel, look it up because someone did ask. You know, he's a Buddhist advocate for peace and freedom. Um, He was um, exiled in India many, many years ago, and he has been the Dalai Lama since 1959, and he stood at the head of the nonviolent opposition of China's occupation of Tibet. So he's originally Chinese. 
Um, and you know, the Buddhism, you know, Buddhism religion is quiet. It's just like every religion have, you know, that high, whether it's a priest, whether it's an imam, you know, a spiritual leader who's super, super holy and, you know, abstains from sex, whatever. Who, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think who is that person in Islam? I don't know. I think some Arabic person. I don't know. There's not. Oh, girl, you trying to say there's no. No, there's not. Yes, no, there is. Who is yes, there is. Who is I, like, I there, don't know the name. There's not no you popish can, you can't Dalai t- Lama. No, I'm not saying popish, but there's definitely in every religion there's a high spiritual leader. No, the there same is, way there, there is. Even in Nigeria, I can't, I can't remember names. There's a time in Nigeria there's one specific high imam that everyone. Reverend, you go to whether you go to Dubai, whether you go to Afghanistan, Iraq, whether you go to Mecca, whether you go to Jerusalem, whatever there's always a high spiritual leader. I'm not saying leader. there's not like a popular spiritual leader that people follow. Yeah, I'm saying it in the tone of they represent the entire religion, mm-hmm. like the Pope is the peak of Catholicism. Yeah, 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 yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying? For Buddhism, they just randomly appointed this man the peak and the representation mm-hmm. of your yeah. religion. And I don't understand how he became so untouchable. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, he's he's a big Buddhist. I just think it's kind of like some, because now he did that, which we are, we kind of basically saw him sexually molest the molest boy. boy and nothing's gonna happen. And this is an 87 year old man. Like nothing's gonna happen to him. We about to see him act like he's coveted by something. They said his actions were innocent and it was misinterpreted. I don't know how for me that shows he was just way too comfortable. Because obviously he's done this before. Yeah. He's done this before. For you to feel comfortable as a young boy, I mean are you saying that maybe oh he's 87 and he's now he has dementia. You don't know what he's doing. Then stop down. You can't be Dalai Lama and your Miss Miss Young. But to ask a little seven-year-old boy to suck your tongue, like you, then you stuck your tongue out to him. I can't imagine how that little boy's parents feel. That's some kinky ass shit. Cause I, you know, I'm just trying to think. That's kinky. That's not even on me and my man. You ain't say. You ain't say. Give me a peck. Exactly. You ain't say. Oh, you say. Mm. That's disgusting. Like what? You didn't say. Kiss my hand. You know, if anything, I'm like, okay, you are telling the boy to kiss your hand on some bow down to me. Yeah. Shit. I could eat that. I'm like, all right, cool. But no, that's scary. That's it just kink, shows boy. it just shows that we we place too much emphasis on human beings. It gets to a point where it's like you're worshiping this individual. This person is not God. You know, I mean now that's I don't know saying. the religion of Buddhism like that too, you know, so I don't want to disrespect them, but it's whatever. But it's like this person isn't God. And like I feel like a lot of all our religions, it's like we put too much, too much emphasis. It's like Oh, this is our pastor. This is our afar. This is our whatever. They are walking in. Oh, don't talk. It's like we're fearing them, but they are not God. And it's just like he needs to be arrested. He needs to be calmed down. That's what I'm saying. No, he needs. How how do we cancel him? That's a. That's and that's what I'm talking about. It's like that's a good point you just made. How do we can't like you can't you can't? But it goes down to show that other cultures, again, as we've talked about many times, they be holding each other down. Holding them, they hold each other because now his representative said that his actions was innocent. It's misinterpreted. No, 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 no. They immediately came back with the whatever. But listen, within our culture, we be quick to be like pop, 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 cancel. It's over. They start saying it's a Tibetan uh, culture Culture. to suck tongue. (laughs) Well, I'm telling you, that's what they were saying. I started hearing that, that it's part of the culture to suck tongue. 
Mm-mm. I ain't Mm-mm. never heard or seen of that before. No, you're right because a quote quote says expression of emotions and manners today has been melted together and become vividly westernized. So what are you saying? Bring in narrative of other cultures, customs, and social influence on gender and sexuality to hmm. interpret Tibetan way of expression is heinous. Wow. So we are see? saying that we for us to see it, see it as abuse is a western thing. Yeah, they saying they saying it's us. Americans, we over-sexualize things. That's just sucking tongue. That's how we greet in Tibet. Hey, mom, let me suck that tongue. Then we should have been, we, we should see other videos and pictures That's of what that. I'm saying. Dolly Lama, why that boy make you want to suck? Why he, he, cause I've never seen him. When he met Princess Diana, he ain't tell her to suck his tongue. No, that's so, it. That's nasty. That's, yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. How we cancel the Dolly Lama? He's canceled. He needs to be canceled. That ain't no advocate of peace or freedom. That's an advocate of abuse. Mutes, mutes the Dalai Lama. Yeah, not mute. Um, another controversial topic that I want us to talk about. We did mention how Eva uh, Marcel she is getting a divorce from her husband. I think she, I think she was one who fought for divorce. Mm. Um, if you may not know her, she was a winner of America Next Top Model. She was also a housewife. Uh, Valana and worked on this nation, so she's been in the media yeah. for a little bit. And her husband is a politician, like a local politician, he's a mayor right? Or something. He, I don't think he didn't win the mayor, so oh, he's not yeah. a mayor, but he oh, did but run a for mayor, uh-huh. yeah. But he's definitely a well-known lawyer, and he's into politics. Um, so long story short, you know, she's filed for divorce, and he has come to saying that you know he's fighting for his family, but with this divorce, um, they have three kids, so she. He adopted her first daughter that she has with Kevin McCall, mm-hmm. um, but they have two kids biologically together. And he did adopt her, um, her daughter, and she has his last name. So with the divorce, she's asking for child support for all the kids, mm-hmm. including her daughter. Yeah. And people are like, damn, she bogus, she cold. What are your thoughts on that? Um, Personally, I feel like once he adopted that daughter fully... That did become his daughter. Mm-hmm. They are a family. Yeah, and the and I, and again, he has raised her mm-hmm. from she was like one. She was like one. So to outcast her in the care would be cold. Absolutely, that would be cold. Absolutely, because it's like imagine her needing something mm-hmm. and she really couldn't get it. Yeah. From her, who she's known as her dad. Her dad. Mm-hmm. So I know because honestly, when I saw it, it was definitely gendered. Women felt like oh, nah, 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 nah. a lot of um, not all men, but some some men felt like, oh, why would he be paying for another man child? But I'm like, he been paying for this other man child. Exactly, I totally agree with you. Like you decided to adopt this child, and that means you're taking all legal rights, emotional rights, whatever. Like this is your own child. So, of course, if y'all divorce, it's like, it is what it is. It might seem bogus. You know, some people are like, well, the honorable thing for her to do is, like, she shouldn't have to request for child support for her. Like, even mm-hmm. if he still decides to take care of, you know, let him, let him make that decision. Like, you know what, even though we're divorced, I'm still going to take care of all the kids. Yes. But to request for child support for her is like, oh, damn, you're doing too much. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, not really, right? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, so I'm... Supposed to just not no, I feel like it's weird. Especially, I, and I think also especially knowing that it's not even like she has an active biological father. Yeah. So let's say her dad was actively in her life yeah. and he's doing his own thing. He probably wouldn't have to, you know, um, adopt, adopt her. her. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he may have still been her dad in her life too, but that would even may have not been necessary. Yeah. You know, so that's a different situation. But it's like she lit her biological dad isn't there. 
You know, so it's like, come on. Would we feel the same way if it was the other way around, like different gender? Because um, people brought up a situation with Sherry Shepard. Mm-hmm. So Sherry Shepard, um, um, this was, I, I read this in the comments. I actually didn't fact check this. But what they said was Sherry Shepard and her ex-husband had a child via surrogate mm-hmm. where it was his sperm, but the other woman carried the baby. So technically the, the daughter, I mean the child. The egg isn't her egg. They said the egg isn't her egg. Okay. So they said that it's technically no dna relation to her um but because she makes the more money when they got divorced she does pay child support for that Mm -hmm. baby so it's like do you still feel the same way is that still fair does the baby live with the dad yeah yeah okay because that's the child y'all had in a marriage yeah come on now you sign papers like this is your baby i'm sure her name's on a birth certificate yeah you know what i'm saying so it yes come on now let's call it spade is spade like you know we try it like this is about the child Exactly. This is about the child. So, yeah, you make them more money. And I think, you know, yes, I, f- I may feel a certain way with when it comes to certain divorces, when, um, like, the woman is paying the husband alimony. Like Mary? Which was, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I think it also depends, you know, on the situation. Like, you know, so I try not to be too biased or like that or like sex- sexist in a way. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, you make the most money and the child lives with the dad, too. It's not like the child is with you. Girl, pay that child support. Yeah, because it's like, okay. Pay that child support. I think this leads us well into a similar situation. Mm-hmm. So um, there's been reports of a um, soccer player, and basically him and his wife are now getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. But as the divorce happened and the wife was trying to file for half, she was trying to get her, her payout, her alimony, they came to discover that he really doesn't own any of his assets. He puts it all in his mother's name. Mm-hmm. So technically, he it's has nothing mama. to give her. He says that every time he needs something, he asks his mom mm-hmm. and whatever. That's just how, how yeah. the arrangement goes. So what do we think of this situation? That's absolutely bogus because it's like, how come the wife didn't know from the jump? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah. we're married. We're together. Let me know that, hey, you know, all my assets is being registered under my mom's name. You made it a secret for a reason. Because, yeah, because what if we had something? Exactly. That's how it should be in your mama's name? It, you made it a secret for a reason because yeah. you were either thinking that we're going to get a divorce in the future mm-hmm. or knowing that you may do something to fuck this relationship up that would make me want a divorce. Yeah, you always knew. And you always thought I was a gold digger. Exactly. Like Why you married marry a gold, me? You married a gold. I think that like there's other ways to protect yourself. Get a prenup, a tight suit prenup, whatever. Yeah. But to do that, that was too sneaky. And I and I feel a way about the mom too. I'm sorry. Yeah. I feel a way because if my son came to me and say, "Mom, now if you say okay, certain things, but all your properties is finna be in my name," I'd be like, "Then why you marry her? Don't marry her then." Don't marry her. Yeah. Don't get married. Period. I, I, I don't. I just think that like men. I'm sorry to say, but men really do need to let go of this overarching fear of people taking things from mm-hmm, them, mm-hmm. like taking money. Yeah. Because I think that sometimes they be so they be so scared of it that it manifests itself in a relationship. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, I mean, I don't know the situation with them, per se, but I do hear a lot of guys, kind of before they even have anything in life, yeah. they have this idea that, I'm going to protect mine, bitches be always trying to do this. Da, 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 da. And, you know, it be broke men, G. It be, and when I say broke, it be men that also be broke in a mind. 
that be broken a mind, broke in the pocket, broken a heart that has that mindset. Now, of course, should you protect yourself? Yes, protect yourself. All these rich families, they do, you know, protect themselves in one way or the other. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But you don't even have anything. You're already claiming something or something that you don't have. You know, like, I, I, I think it's just too bogus. In that sense... Just don't get married, you know, have someone mm. do surrogacy or whatever, find a, a living girlfriend, you know. And also those men that claim, oh, gold diggers, gold diggers, y'all flaunt your money so hard. Y'all yeah. use your money to attract these type of women. Yeah. And then you get mad that, that they, they want, want your that. money. Yeah. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, I just, I just feel like that. it just kind of shows you that um, certain men, affluent men, get married for companionship and not yeah. partnership. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that is a motivation enough to be married. Yeah. Because as you said, it's like, if you can't trust her yeah. to that extent, you should have never married her. And I think, you know, this may be an, a bogus analogy, but I try, I want people to kind of understand, especially men. It's just like the same way they say, oh, some women, all you show is your sexuality, right? Yeah. You always showing your ass. You always being vulgar. You always doing whatever. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, so if that's all you pre- you're presenting out, and then you're going to get mad that a man, that's Wild all he wants to see yeah. from you. It's like, girl, come on now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it goes that way. It's just like. Exactly. It's ridiculous. I do have one last story, though, that I saw, though, since we're on topics Ooh. of this, like, controversial relationship stuff. Um, so the question is, your husband dies and leaves you with $5 million. His mistress shows up at the funeral with two of his kids. He didn't leave them a dime, but he took care of them and paid her monthly bills. She tells you she's about to lose everything and ask for your help. Are you helping her? Oh, no. She's going to lose everything. Damn. You ain't going to help her? You going to help a sister out? No. If anything, shit, I'll adapt the children. Bye. Ah! I mean, if it's that deep. Then you're going to give nothing to the kids. I would leave money in a trust for the kids. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't give that to her. Because, like, those are your husband's kids. Yeah, because those are my husband's kids. Those, that's their money, technically. Yeah. They have his blood. But for her, you should have thought about that, man. As a woman, you know, I don't have children yet. But I just feel like as a woman, you should never put yourself, especially once you have children, mm-hmm. you should always be able to maintain enough for you and your child mm-hmm. to be safe and secure mm-hmm. you know you may not be able to keep up with the exact lifestyle yeah but you shouldn't be so on your ass that you have nothing nowhere nothing you know what that I mean? you have nothing and obviously for this type of woman for you to show up to the funeral you knew he was married yeah you knew he had other family yeah. you know what i'm saying so for you to not be smart to be like oh save some extra money on the side um because whether he died early or not it, this shit was gonna blow up one way or the other okay whether the wife found out whether the man went broke something you yeah. know what i'm saying now, what would I do? I think just because one love kids, and you know, okay, it's like, okay, they're children. Maybe a trust. Maybe you don't have access to it for what, you know, till yeah. you're 18. Or maybe, oh, a college fund. This is for the college. But it's like, baby girl, you better go start walking. Yeah. You better, you better, because you, you, because you came here to mess up my life too. Right. It just so happened that he was at the funeral. But it's like, that added more depression to my life now. That, wow, he has two other kids okay, that he was know. taking care of. And it's like, for you to come to the funeral with this, too? You could have waited. He already did. You could have came a week later. Okay. Two weeks later. You like, had to come at the funeral. Mm-mm. It don't change. If you was in the wheel, we would have known you was in the wheel. It didn't exactly. have to be exactly this. Some women just be delusional, man. Gee, I, I, I'm sorry. Like, I... Women who intentionally play, like, intentionally play, like, the other side. Yeah. And it be like, you are a... A lifelong side chick. When you start having kids, I feel like you you need the you need the uh, you fast call, you bogus. upgrade. Yes. You can't call you can't still call yourself a sad and you don't have children with this person. I think it's time for you to 
sharpen up, say okay. something, make something to wear. Like, say, okay, now we're in a polygamous relationship. Period. Because you cannot have two families. A side is something literally on the side. You don't get both chicken and salmon. Mm-hmm. You get one main dish and a side. Mm-hmm. That's it. Pick it. But All right. Moving on. Okay, so let's talk about music a little bit. Um, There's been a lot going on in music, but one of the new trends in music has been AI. Um, There has been a stream of different songs that have been done in AI, and I'm not going to hold you. Some of them are super duper fire. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think one of the popular ones that we've seen is Rihanna on Everything. Mm-hmm. They have Drake singing um, Munch. They have Kanye West singing Justin Bieber. So there's a lot going on. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give y'all a little taste. I'm going to give y'all a little taste of my favorite one, honestly. So excited, so excited. I'm a seasoned professional. Squeeze it, don't let it go. Leave it, no self-control. So that was Rihanna singing Cuff It, y'all. And I just, I almost, almost need that, actually. <laughs> I kind of need uh, Rihanna to drop that right now. No, that was good. It, you know, and the other songs, too, it just shows that, damn, Rihanna sounds good in a lot. Rihanna like, does sound good on everything. Music. Sprinkle a little Rihanna like parsley. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, but overall, the AI thing, I think, I'm just like, where the hell did this come from? That's official. Like, where did it come from? And it's like, why? Now, it just makes me concerned about, like, now the music industry. And is this, you know, like, is it now, is that something, is that a song that cannot be streamed and listened to? I know it was just a little snippet, but can we find a whole song now? No, but there are, um, even aside from that, there's a lot of AI technology being used to, like, create a song, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can go into AI and say, um, create a song that Drake would write. And it would be literally, like, his type lyrics, this, that, any other, you put it on a beat. Or create a Travis Scott type beat, and then a beat comes up. Like That's intellectual stuff, too. Like, you can do a whole song these days. Like, even aside from these covers they've been doing, people have been, like, just making making different songs like and releasing know, no, no. them and pretending and using my voice and using because their voice because it sounds like yeah it's obviously not their voice but it sounds very it sounds like if I didn't know it was an AI and then I'm just like oh I hear it in the club I would think that's Rihanna I'm Rihanna on a remix that's exactly what I was like oh, I mean when she made this exactly you know and I, that it just makes me kind of worry like damn what is this gonna do to the music industry to the artists is this gonna take money out of their pockets probably you know what I mean in different ways too cause it's like I think at a certain point, you don't even need some of these voices. Like, at a certain point, then create a voice. Because I know, like, some, some, I don't know, some of the artists are now trying to, like, sue this whole AI thing. No, they need to get rid of it. I don't like it. it. I think we're just going too far deep into this artificial intelligence thing. Because I even saw, like, a video of an actual ro- robot and whatever, and it's just like, okay, this is... It looked like it had emotions, too. Like, you know, the facial expressions. It's, it's getting too deep. I actually rewatched iRobot recently. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think that sometimes we should just, like, learn from movies, like, in TV. Because they make alternate realities. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the shit be fake, but sometimes the shit be real. Yeah, Because the whole premise of iRobot is this exact thing. Which I could see it becoming that, right? Like, we talking about all these jobs that are just now getting taken by robots. But I can definitely see a world where we don't have real policemen 
like that. It's like definitely robotic forces that yes. are like, especially for like things like mass shootings. It's gonna be robots going in for mass shootings. Yes. So it's not gonna be police officers. It's gonna be like things like robots that. will be police. It's so many movies and so many TV shows that are based on having robots in our regular life. You know what I mean? Like there are companions. I was gonna say people gonna start falling in love with robots. We are gonna start seeing reality. I robot love. Yeah, I no. love robots. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, no, it's Mm-mm. no, it's too much. I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, I'm a little I, too old school. For no, that. it's too much. It's not natural. I think we're we're going too far deep. It's <laughs> not natural. But you know what is natural in music is our girl Chloe Bailey mm-hmm. dropped an album not so long ago. She dropped her debut solo album called In Pieces, and she actually just started her tour, which actually kicked off in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Shout out to us. Shout out to the home team. Um, but there has been a lot of talk on social media because Chloe's album um, technically flopped, only selling ten thousand units in its opening week. Mm. Um, so there's been a lot. There's been a lot of conversations about why this happened. So I want to actually ask you, what do you even think about Chloe Bailey, the solo artist? I mean, to be honest, I don't listen to her like that. Mm. You Did you listen to-, to Chloe Halley at all? Chloe Halley, yes. Okay. I, I liked both of them. Um, and I'm familiar with some of Chloe's songs. Mm-hmm. You know, and I do think that she has a a, has a great potential, like having like a great solo career, Um, just if things all, you know, line uh-huh. up well, you know what I'm saying? Um, But quite frankly, I didn't even know she had a new album. Like I recently heard, heard about it maybe today or yesterday. Really? Yes. Like she I, promoted it though, but you probably don't follow her. No, I don't, I don't follow her. Like I just thought like, oh, she has a new song. I just always thought it was a new single. I didn't know it was a whole album. So I have mm-hmm. definitely seen like her new songs and stuff. Well, you know, she was making some with Chris Brown and that was a whole other thing. But I didn't know like, oh, it's an album, G. Um, and I don't know if, like, just social media is... You know how album will push you yeah. different now? Yeah. Album doesn't feel as big as they used to feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if that plays a role, but that sucks. That I'll tell you, 10,000, that, that's, that's pretty low. I mean, I think there's a lot of conversations to be had about Chloe's music. Um, So I actually saw a post on Facebook that I think summarized some thoughts pretty well. I'm going to okay. read it. It says, I'm going to do my best to explain why I think Chloe is flopping music- musically. Keep in mind, this is just my opinion, and I also love her, blah, blah, blah. So I think the problem that she's facing is that she wishes she had an audience that she doesn't have. Because Mm. Chloe Halley made music from the perspective of young women who had some sense, and they were signed to Beyonce and had supportive parents, they both ended up garnering a fan base of people who kind of have sense. I.e., you know, working girls, college girls, things like that. Mm -hmm. Chloe, however, wants desperately to tap into that we don't have no sense market, but the no sense audience has already dubbed her lame because she appears to have no sense. I think she's referring to hot girl, city girl, Mm -hmm. you know. Like, we have enough of that already. Yes. So, she has an audience full of people who want to see her win and want to see her make music from the perspective of self-actualized young women with some kind of self-esteem. But because she wants the audience of people who love toxic relationships and Zeus, she releases music about happily getting cheated on, standing by her man. She releases music of, like, cheating back. She makes songs with Chris Brown, yada, 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 yada. So, she ends up doing all... All she ends up doing is making music that her actual audience doesn't connect to and that her desired audience doesn't doesn't want to hear from her that's they broke it down i ain't gonna lie no they did that makes sense because quite frankly i don't even ask you what's her music about i don't know what her music is about so i i listened to her album okay i like i like chloe bailey from chloe holly you know mm-hmm. i'm a fan of chloe holly um and i and i liked her singles honestly yeah i didn't like that none of those singles were on the album 
No, no. Do Me was not on the album. Really? Um, that Surprise, I really love Surprise. That wasn't on the album. That song with Lotto for the night, that wasn't on the album. Oh, okay. And I thought those were three great hard-hitting singles. Mm-hmm. And if she put those three singles on her album, there's no way it would have sold 10,000. Yeah. Because those went crazy just mm-hmm. as singles. Um, I agree, though. I think that Chloe is trying so hard. I think because, here's the thing, I think that people, the minute she went solo and the minute she showed us that, oh, I'm not an 18-year-old girl, I'm mm-hmm. sexy, They meet, she immediately became a sex figure. It wasn't a nice transition. Yeah, It wasn't like, I'm out the group, boom. Booty out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it does get forced. It, it doesn't feel, it doesn't, even just her whole persona, it doesn't feel like, I'm just a natural, I'm in tune with my sexuality, city girl, woo Like the other city girls, Lotto, this is them bitches. This and is what that. they do. They've been that. It's natural, it's not forced. So no one is saying that, because you know, we do see artists like transition. Even bad girl really now, come on now. Yeah. Bad girl really did not start off as bad girl really. Let's think about it. She started as Rihanna. Like, she was always feisty. Music of the sun. Yes. Ponder replay. She was always feisty, you know, reggaeton, whatever. But later on, oh. Read it on. Read it on came out. Bad boy, whatever. Rude girl. You know, all that came out. So, it was just like, ah, right. It was a nice transition. We saw the development. It wasn't forced. It was like, okay, some people like it. Some people don't like it. Eventually, like, ah, right, this is the girl. And now we see a different transition of her being like, she's older. Whatever. But with Chloe, it's just too forced. It's like, She girl, don't commit to her. That's the problem. Because I don't I think it was that the transition didn't happen. Because I think it was like... What she, was the transition? She popped out. She did the little busted video challenge. That's what I'm saying. It, it, but it was just boom like that. But that's what I'm saying. It's like everybody, everybody has to have a boom moment. Because yeah. at some point, something has to shock us. That's just... Even because when, even when Rihanna did Rude Boy and all mm-hmm. of that, it shocked everybody mm-hmm. originally. It was like, damn, really? That it was like, a, okay. But she didn't... But they have to commit to it. Mm-hmm. Chloe does not commit to it. What is she not committing to? Chloe... Will get on Instagram, be half naked, but then get on Instagram live and be like, guys, I don't know why you guys are judging me. I am so shy. I am not really an open person. She'll make a song called Surprise, Slip My Panties to the Side, but then she'll do a, a, vid, a movie like Praise This. Mm. She'll be on Grownish. She'll, like, you have... Like, you, pick one. If you're a brand, yeah. you got to be the brand. And she, that's what I'm saying. She's not yet at the stage where, like, she could do everything yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, and not saying that, oh, just because she's sexy in one alley that she cannot do appraises stuff. But you, you, you have to know where, you got to find, you got to find a balance. Okay, like, just like Tasha from Escape that we're talking about. Yeah. How now she wants to be a gospel singer. Yeah. It's, and then she did a, a she, she in cover. <laughs> Is it Sheen? It, it was Sheen. some magazine. It was Sheen. It was, was like it? S- yeah. Not the Sheen, like oh, no, no, no. I was like, but it's a mag magazine called Sheen, actually. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, but you you wearing corsets yeah. and you have gospel singer. With Come on now. You make it make sense. So Chloe, you're not even at the stage. It's like I feel like we were just starting to even really get to know Chloe and Haley. Oh Haley. Yeah, I like, think that last album was them. Coming out as young women. Yeah, like we knew they're on YouTube and like they had a little whatever, you know. Facts. But she's like, that y'all really not just pop. That was so that's their what womanhood. I'm saying. The transition, it was just too boom, boom, boom. Yeah. It was like, let, you didn't even let us enjoy you guys before you say, I want to quit. And that's fine. Whether you quit or not, you don't be a group. You have that choice. But 
let's get to know you in the veggie. Why is yeah. it your booty we are knowing us? And come on. Yeah. She she came out trying to be sexy. But you know, I, I think there's an appeal for that. Yeah, there is. And, and we just I think they like that's the thing about society is like they we judge those type of women or say mm-hmm. these things about these type of girls a lot. Mm-hmm. But that that is the there is an appeal yeah. that everybody flocks to. Carisha don't do shit. She was number seven on the complex hip hop media. I agree. List. I mean she all up she me talk. Me talk salty hot girl summer. I love and me I love Carisha. Salty, I'm it's a not, city it's girl. not no shade. I love Carisha. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But it's kind of like there is so much gravitate, like there's so much opportunity, there's so much mm-hmm. gravitational pull yeah. towards these type of girls, and because, it's it, and it's crazy because it just doesn't feel for us. Like you know, yeah. again, it's not no judgment. You know, of course, there's certain things I'm like, okay, damn, Kush, you're doing too much, or whatever you're doing too much, and that's just you know maybe just being African and whatever. But I do gravitate towards it too because maybe a part of me also wishes like, damn, I wish I could be that free. You know yeah. what I mean? So definitely no judgment regarding that. But again, with old girl, it just. It just it doesn't feel natural. It's, it it makes me feel like okay, what, what do you really know? You know yourself. Like you can still be sexy. Yeah. You can still be sexually liberal and all that. But it gives she's still trying to find herself, and this is the route she's going. Like oh, you know, I want to be my sexy self and show my body and whatever because I now I know I have a sexy body. And we all had that phase. We just didn't make albums about it. Yeah, and it just wasn't you know a public mean? Eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Well, let's transition. To, real quick, I oh. do want to say, have you listened? We're talking about albums. Have you listened to Davido's album? Oh no, I was still on Chloe. But um, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought no, you were no, transitioning no. out of Chloe. I was saying that, like, do you feel the Beyonce representation? Because she's Beyonce's artist. Girl, I didn't even know she was signed to the. I mean, I knew, but I didn't know at the same time. Like, I don't, I don't see what's. I don't see. Oh, oh, Beyonce. Ah, stop. Because for me, when I, I think, never do. Oh, Beyonce's sta- talent or sta- what do you want to call it? Put a jail what? It, it is not given that. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I just feel that. Um, and I don't know what that's supposed to look like either. But it just don't look like any support. That's why, and that's why you know we always go shout out Wayne because I think Wayne is like one of the best. Like Lil Wayne. Yeah. Okay. Wayne is one of the best blueprints of bringing in new artists under your label while still being active. Mm. Because there was no where Wayne was, the Nicki and Drake wasn't. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's just it. Like there was nowhere Wayne was, Nicki and Drake wasn't. There you know, you felt his presence. He was always on the album. He did a lot of songs with them. They did a lot of songs with him. Like he made it known that we rock. Y'all gonna hear them. If you like me, you're gonna like them. And I feel like that's what we expected from Beyonce in a way. Because it's like they're very young, talented girls. Mm-hmm. They you know, Chloe to me has just as much talent as maybe Beyonce had at that age. Of course. I think that she's a great I, I, singer I, yeah. and dancer. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like if Chloe gets the proper mm-hmm. like management, mm-hmm. then she she she's top of this generation. Absolutely. But I just think like for Beyonce to not even post a girl album, mm. what's the point of her being signed to you? Mm. What is the, like seriously, what's the point of them being signed, I don't know what Beyonce do behind the scenes. You never know. Yeah. But I think that Beyonce has to get out of this bubble of I don't have to market. I yeah. don't have to. I think that's kind of like your star power works for you. Yeah. It does not work for every other branch of business you want to talk mm-hmm, touch. Mm-hmm. We only are sold and we only convinced and we only are 100% certain yeah. about Beyonce the performer. Mm-hmm. Beyonce the, the entrepreneur, we got to see what you cooking with. Yeah. Beyonce the fashionista, we got to see what you cooking with. And Beyonce the uh, manager, the label owner. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. I don't think that's fair to them. You know what? I think I've always been someone who kind of understood Beyonce to a certain extent. I mean, clearly I don't know her now. But, you know, I understood the the, the concept of like... Not Virgo's Groove. <laughs> okay. 
of like you know yes you're famous yes you're a star but you don't necessarily want to share your personal life or maybe not even fully you know share yourself with people mm-hmm. but you know on the side of that it's just like well if you were in this game this industry you do have to share yourself to a certain extent no one is saying that you have to fully share yourself like too much but it makes me think about all this other and i think also because the music industry is so different too because it makes me think about some of these actors too like they don't really you don't see their person you know like yeah. there's a washington here i mean he's an old older man but he don't have no instagram page like but that. he do interviews he does that's a very good point he puts things out where, and promotes where, where, where you get to see his personality yeah. you know what i'm saying um and i know there's a time beyonce was doing interviews and we think about it she used to do she was on the tyra bang show she went to the oprah show like she went to you know she did a couple here and there and it was just like it was just that moment it was a little bit before like sasha fierce came out yeah that's hella 2008 yeah exactly it was that time and it was just that's it and it's like okay if you're gonna be on the gram on ig you know is ig like just a gram for you just to post your personal fashion wear or and i think that's just it for her you know i think she also feels like well i'm the machine behind her and that's enough like i'm funding her stuff i'm coaching her i'm probably teaching her dance moves and how to a hit certain like octaves whatever like that is support you know what i'm saying like that is that if anything that's the most support and i feel like support looks different for everyone you know because even me i know i'm not someone i always have to check myself like i'm not like you're someone who posts stuff like you post my stuff more than i post my stuff mm-hmm. and i sometimes I check myself like oh also post that me so like oh she posted, she'll post it like oh put in my story but i'm just naturally just not like that and i'm like oh i hope she doesn't take offense that oh i don't be reposting her stuff as much as she reposts my stuff now i understand a bit you know beyonce it's a whole different level it's business whatever but that's why i say I understand to a certain extent because it's like if that's just not not naturally something that who you are you know you are or what you do then it's a little bit harder but she does need to be a, i don't know she needs to figure a middle ground paying somebody to run her instagram this yeah is, absolutely you know, like, i agree i don't think she's going to stop this aloof bullshit she's been doing for years it gets I think to, maybe she just want her gram to be just her then make a separate business gram make a parkwood music gram and post the girl for okay, the shit. okay now you know that what makes sense like, what's a label called parkwood entertainment so there's no parkwood gram. I, I mean i've never seen the shit Parkwood, that's a Mama Tina posts Chloe and her acknowledgements. You said she does or she doesn't? Mama Tina posts it. Post, that's a posters. Post things way more than mm-hmm. Beyonce. Yeah. And yes, naturally Beyonce is not a poster. But Beyonce will post if she got a post for Ivy Park. Mm-hmm. Beyonce will post if she has a post for Tiffany. Mm-hmm. She will post to shit on us for every event she go to. I mean, that's, that's her personal business. But this is her personal business. That's the thing. It's like you cannot sign these girls under you mm-hmm. and act like they are not your personal business. Yeah. They are her personal business. Mm-hmm. It's not her. It's not no, oh, we be at the love. We have a no, that's her, her business business. That's not her personal business. It's her personal business in terms of that's the money she making. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's in the same realm of when she was posting her Ivy Park. No, it's not. It is because it's your artist. It's your artist. The way mm-hmm. it was your brand. It's your. I mean, that's why her Ivy Park failed too because she don't be posting it with fidelity. Yeah, she yeah, posts yeah. a little drop and we never see the shit again. We don't see it for a good seven we months. We don't see her wear her own Like, shit. we see it for a good two months, and everyone is posting it. Then for the rest of the year, you don't see anything out of your part. Beyonce herself mm-hmm. posts the drops and never posts the shit again. She posts when the shit, though, the loo. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You see for a good two months, then uh, other celebrities post. You know, she send the little stuff. That, you know, when they all give to each other stuff. The little package. But it also makes me think, like, okay, when Kelly was making music, when her friend, even Michelle, when Michelle dropped the book, you know, she wrote a book recently, yep. like two years ago, and she dropped that gospel album. I'm trying to think, did she post? No, 
No. She didn't post, but she did get on a song with them. I did remember that. They mm-hmm. made a little like, when Jesus says yes, which is like a, you know, not an original song, but you know. Um, so I'm just trying to, I as well, I'm like, okay, what type of friend is she? You know, like, personally, what type of person is she? Um, and I think this new, I mean, she tried to do her personal HBO documentary, that one that she did. She tried to show us a little bit. You know, when she had Blue Ivy. Oh, yeah. You know, she did have a little whatever. Life is but a dream. Yeah, so I don't know. It's just, you know, I think she just wants to give you a little bit of her and that's it. But I do, you made a good point it's where she should have she should have a page for her, uh, what's it called, her music group, whatever. I if mean, she doesn't quite already. frankly, it's just them too. You know what I mean? We mm-hmm. barely inside nobody else but them, mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of like, but that's even more why it's like, gee, post them girls. Mm-hmm. They did all them damn performances over quarantine by themselves. Yeah. I ain't see Beyonce. Beyonce ain't congratulate them. She ain't say congratulations. What's this girl? Holly is the black Ariel. She ain't post a trailer. Damn. She ain't say nothing. Like, you can't keep acting like, mm-hmm. especially when you post flippograms of your outfits to the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Beyonce. Yeah. I mean, she, have, she, she has a mama do it. Tina does it for And her. that's crazy. Tina does it for her. Beyonce Giselle knows Carter. Sorry to say, but if you want to be a businesswoman and not just a performer businesswoman, mm-hmm. like a, I don't you have, have, you have to be personable. I, like, yeah, you can't keep saying like, if she just wants to get to a point where she don't have to get on the stage anymore, she got to get with this time. Mm-hmm. It, the, it's changed. If Will Smith can get his old ass on Instagram and get a team and do facts, all this and do all facts. that, Beyonce, you're not above it. You make good points. I'm not dis- denying that, but I'm just saying, like, I, I still, I get her a little bit. I get, not saying you're not making good points. You make good points, but I do get her. And it's just like, she just doesn't really want to do that for her, share her part. And like, she feels like I'm the machine behind her and I'm supporting her more than a post also because if i'm not the machine behind her she won't have nothing to post anyway you know so she probably feels like i'm doing a lot of the work anyway and that extra post i don't need to do it that's Mm. probably how she sees it you know because if i wasn't behind the machine behind you you probably still be on youtube or you probably you know what i mean you're following because even no i mean but even just even the concept of knowing that oh she's Connect to Beyonce. That alone does also give them some buzz. You know, now, now yeah. she, obviously she could have a bigger buzz if Beyonce helps out, you know, more in the physical thing that we see. But just that concept of, oh, you connect to Beyonce, that is a buzz in itself, too. You know what I mean? Um, so I see both sides. I love me some Beyonce. <laughs> I love Beyonce as an artist. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wanted to say Davido's album, Timeless, came out. Was yes. it like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I believe? Have you listened to it? I have not. I'm weak. I like it. I have not listened to it it's yet. It's different. You know, I feel like, I always feel like Davido is always shouting. I was going to say, too, quite naturally, I don't run to Davido I because sure I don't. don't like his music. No, like no, that. Yeah, I sure don't. I sure don't. But um, I play while I work and I'm just like, I like it. Oh, it's softer. It's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is softer. It's not my baby. My baby. Fifteen million dollars. It's like he be at the top. It's not like uh, he a little bit more. He calm. He calm. And you know, yeah, you know, there's a TikTok trend of that. I like that song. I do like that song. Um, I do like it. I do like it. Like I'm like okay. Now, do I have like? Am I playing it all the time? No, but I do like it. Do you feel that? Um, his music has changed since the passing of his son. Of course, because I feel like it just sounds much calmer. You know, the songs are different. It's not all about my baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like literally, that's like all I hear with him. You ain't talking my about baby. You know, um, I feel like that definitely plays plays a role. You, could, I feel it feels like he took his time. Okay. 
it, it just feel like it, he took his time. It wasn't like, let's hurry up and put the next hit out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he took his time. So I, I, I do like this better. Okay. Shout out to DeVito. Girl, have you been uh, catching the tea? That they say I they couldn't let go this copy and burner boy. What was that even about? Girl, they said that he trying to be like burner boy. Like they say he trying to steal his aesthetic. He trying to get his. I, they steed. have different styles. Completely different styles to me. I I don't even know how they put that two together. Maybe because he wore a suit that's the same color. They got mad. I'm Girl, like what? But yeah, that was nonsense. Um. Okay, let's. Still speaking of nonsense. Okay. Okay. So Nick Cannon was on the Howard Stern show. And he asked him to name all his kids. So as you may or may not know, he has 12 kids. Mm-hmm. And he named all his kids except one, which was Onyx. And she's the last baby that he has with Lanisha Cole. So now, of course, this is so big. Like, oh, my God. How do you not know all your kids' names? Mm-hmm. Um, and the mom did leave a message. Like, she typed out a message on Instagram saying, it's not normal to have your life play out in front of an audience, but this is the age we live in. That being said, no person's path is linear. There's going to be blind curves, peaks, valleys, and sometimes we make wrong turns or run into dead ends. Simply correct course and get back on your forward-moving path. Mm. I pray every day for strength, guidance, and peace. Regardless of where I'm at on my path, I know that God's got me and I've got Onyx. To all the moms out there, take care of your heart with the same love and patience you have for your babies. It's not always easy, but we were built for this. What do you think about this? I don't know if he promised to love her and the baby and he made her feel. <laughs> For real, because once you said take care of your heart, I'm like, wow. Um, but no, all jokes aside, I, I felt her pain, though. Because mm-hmm. I felt like, damn, why are you going to forget my baby? Mm-hmm. Of course. Of course, it feels personal, yeah. Like, why my baby? Mm-hmm. And I didn't, like, personally, I was like, why you only, why you forget your dark skin and my uh, baby mama baby? Damn. That's the only dark skin baby mama you got in. You forgot her baby. How does that look, Nick? For you to follow up and say you want Taylor Swift to be your baby mama. How do you say? I that? know, right? I know, right? Just especially knowing that all I feel like all his baby mamas are all like mixed. They all ambiguous like, looking. Yeah. They're not even black, G. Because we can't even say one they're of them black. Is Derosa, for sure. I know one of them is like Derosa. Another one, yeah, was, Abby De La Rosa. That's when he has like the twins with. Yeah. He has three kids with her. Um, Brittany Bell, she giving Hispanic. Alisa Scott, she giving. Yeah. What they call what like you know those white women that are pair black? That's what she did. <laughs> Not uh, passing. Yeah. Um Bria Tiesin, they all just giving some Latin Central America yeah. um Dominican. They're not giving black. Oh Brie definitely giving Greek, Italian, T C Brie T C Yeah, T S C yeah, Italian. Yeah, like they're not giving Lanisha is the only Lanisha Cole. She's Lanisha Cole. She from, you know, she from Compton. <laughs> over there, Oakwood. She from, no. she over there. No, yeah. Like she, she, from, she from Oakland? Hell yeah, no. that's, there we go. She's one of those. Like, you could tell. Um, For me, I, I mean, of course, it hurts that. I can't imagine if my son's father, you know, whether he goes on to have another family or other kids, and then, you know, he don't even remember that he has family. Like, of course, that's like, wait, what the fuck? Obviously. Yeah. But with this situation, it's kind of like, as you said, it's like, whoa, is your heart broken? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that message is cryptic in a way. It's cryptic. <laughs> no. Cryptic. It's, it's what, you know, it's, that's something for me with that message, like, stay your mind. It's definitely giving, like. Stay your mind. Don't try and do, oh, let me do upper hand here. Yeah. Stay your mind. You want, it's, 
if you want to make it put to your mind like I am highly hurt and offended, da da da, whatever. But she knows she can't say that because you know I don't want to say you put yourself in this situation. But it's just like it's one of those like he has twelve. He got he already got eleven kids. You know mm. what I'm saying? And he has not shown to be this upstanding man. The only thing we can say is upstanding, like oh he financially st- stable. I mean he makes all the pictures. Yeah, sure, great. He does that. He do how, but but we know down the line it's like this is gonna be difficult. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm just I'm, that's why I'm also confused. Like I'm like, what is the the relationship? What's the conversation with all this woman? You know what I mean? Like because I still feel like he's romantically linked with some of them. Linked with some of them. Him he and has Derosa, they finna have a show together. They have and they have three kids. He yeah. has three kids with Britney Bell. Yeah, you know what I'm saying he has two kids with another one. Now, granted, he a twin haver, but still. Yeah. Okay, the one that her son died, they have another baby after the son died. Yeah, to me, that see, so, that made it weird so, to me. I was so, like, so that's Whoa. what I'm saying. Like, what is the conversation? What is this? Is not just like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm just picking surrogates to have my woman, like, yeah. to have my kids. It's giving more than that. So for me, with her comments, like, girl, either say how you truly feel and that you mad as hell, you know what I'm saying, or don't even say nothing at all. Yeah. Like, don't even say nothing at all. Because we know, like, this situation with Nikani, it, it, it's too much of a controversy. It, 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 it really is like, when I grew up watching Nick and all that, I never thought this would be him. When I was watching Nick in Drumline, I didn't see this. No, movie. it's like, what's wrong with you? You know what's funny? In Drumline, one of his lines is, I end up okay. I ain't grow up being somebody that got a bunch of kids running around. And I was like, damn, Nick, you, you done kids. disappointed your younger self. But, yeah, it, I don't know. I, I'm really like, I don't know how you all allowed yourselves in this situation. Like, you know, I, I'm like, okay, maybe. For your kids. Yeah, You know, not even for you as a woman. Because this one thing, like, look, I'll be one of his, whatever, he paid for me, da, da, da. But for your kids, this is Yes, I'm like, okay, marry Carrie, boom, he married her. That's different, okay? Then the second one came, okay, why? Okay, maybe the third bit. But it's like. I feel like after that third woman, you know what I'm saying? Um, I would not be the fourth, fifth, sixth. I would damn mama. near stop talking to Nick if I was uh, Mariah Carey. He has. She, I feel like she does. Me. I feel like she does not talk to him. You know she's trying to get full custody of the kids. That she would, doesn't have full custody? No, I mean, not for, she's trying to get it where, like, she is limiting his visitation. Like, I don't blame her. Because, yeah, she's trying to get it. She's like, he's a deadbeat dad. He's not present woo 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 and it, 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 you don't see much of the him and the older kids let's think about because it because once it gets older it's more than being there for Christmas to open pictures that's what and, I'm saying yeah. it's not all Christmas gifts it's oh, like Easter bunny pictures okay that's, why he, that's when he forced himself to do that TikTok with Morocco I mean Mark was the baby's name yeah oh he did TikTok yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah 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 that's when he did them TikToks with, with them because um, Mariah had just said he was a deadbeat dad he don't spend time with the kids so on and so forth because it's like you spread yourself so thin how can he and you running the business and you host the shows and you doing well, it how can you, know you? you're one person unless you got a clone that we don't know about. Maybe. But you're one person. This is a lot. And yeah. a woman like Mary Carey, I know she demands a lot, too. Oh, yeah. You know, she's probably like, no, well, okay, what are your days? What You know, when are you going to come? Whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you want consistency for yeah, your child. Like, I can't imagine I sat with you in the hospital when your liver was failing because your loop, like, we were really married. And now, because we divorced, you have she decided to run around and impregnate you're wilding out, girls. You know what's funny? You know they did an interview with I think Barbara Walters, mm. um, and she did. She asked him a specific question, like, "Do you trust him or something like that?" And you could see Mara was like, "Um, I guess for now." Damn. You know, and Nick was offended. Like, 
babe, what do you mean? Because we all know, you know, he has Mariah tattooed on her, on uh-huh. his back, you know? Like, I'm all about you. And she's like, you know, like, you're a man, whatever. And, like, now look at this. I can't imagine somebody I married. You got six baby mamas. You. And you it's got like, 12 kids. when we had our kids, it was a miraculous thing. Because mm. I was older. Mm. You're sick. Like, it was just so, it was like, mm. a, wow. Like, when they had their kids, it was the legitimacy of their relationship. Yes. So it's for you to just go now and you just, you just having children. Pew, 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 with pew. your help, with your employees. Yeah, with the hell. Because these are your wild and out girls. The house girls. Yes. Like, what? The housemates. For me, Mariah Carey. It's embarrassing. It's too much for me. I I'm sure sorry. Would. It's embarrassing. I didn't even change my kid's last name. It's embarrassing. Like, uh-uh. From, from Carrie to Conan like this? Like, mm-hmm. come on. You got me out here. You got me out here. But, okay, y'all. Let's get to our favorite segments. Let's go to, you know, a Odie Baggity. Mm-hmm. Oh, wrong thing. I thought y'all. Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Goofass. The Lodo this week goes to somebody who I just feel like, girl, you have been doing the most. So you all know we have been watching the SWV Escape show about the little tour or whatever and to me the Oloto has to go to none other than miss latasha scott because latasha you are a crook latasha is a prima prima donna diva and latasha clearly don't have any morals not only has she stolen thirty thousand dollars from her sister damn with her husband rocky she also was trying to cheat her group by making back-end bookings where her and her husband would get off the top. And now she has abandoned her group again as they go on tour without her. I just don't understand why Latasha and them try to be escaped. She be trying to escape, escape. She does. And she just acts like she's so mad at escape. I don't get it. And I feel like the way she does the group is like, now you have a gospel opportunity to be a gospel artist, have a, have a gospel album, and now you treat your, your group bogus. You treat, it's like, girl, nobody's going to believe you of God, so you shouldn't do this. Exactly. Not with this attitude. Not with this personality. Not with this spirit. And your husband is not of the clerk. Like, come, let's stop this. And that's not a lie. I feel like her husband is emotionally abusive. Like, he yeah. mentally abused. Even the sister yeah. said, like, he got her locked mentally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You like, can tell. You can't make no decision. You you know, like, you just, like, I think it was you that saying, like, that's probably the first man that, like, maybe fully yes. gave her attention and loved her and made her feel worthy and pretty. And it's just, like, she's holding on to that. Yeah. Mm-mm. Like, it, it really is. It's hard. It is very hard for for women who are mentally trapped in a relationship. Absolutely. Like, when you're mentally trapped. But that shit making her look stupid out here. It's just making her look... Unattractive. Like, you could even think, you can, you know, people say, oh, let's think about a bag. Let's get the bag. You could even be like, you know what? Let me get the bag and let me just do this tour just for the bag. Let me be humble. But you want to get the bag in a dirty way, in yeah, a sneaky way. In a sneaky way. And that's clearly from her crook husband. Yeah. So it's like, Latasha, I think that, you know, unfortunately, you have misrepresented yourself, your brand, and your family. Mm-hmm. After that, you get a load of the week. Okay. Bad business. Um, let's go to our care for the culture. 
So our care for the culture is powerlifting champion Javino McLean. He opened a free gym. It's called J7 Health Center in Manchester, United Kingdom, specifically catering to individuals with disabilities and their elderly. McLean is currently training 15 disabled children and around 30 elderly adults, focusing on both physical and mental coaching to improve their quality of life despite having no prior experience in the fitness sector mclean's effort have brought the positive changes to the lives of those he trains that is beautiful that is amazing no seriously though i do think that like um there's there's not enough um resource there's not enough intersect for disabled people Mm -hmm. and i think we don't get to interact with disabled people enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I like that this is a sense of normalcy. This is something, because it's like, just because you're disabled, it doesn't mean that you're mentally disabled. Mm-hmm. Some, you know what I mean? Like, you still, in your mind, want the same things everybody else wants. Or you want to feel fit. You want to be... Absolutely. You want to have energy. You want to... You know, going to the gym sometimes don't just be about your body. As they said, they doing mental stuff. It's about how you feel inside and out. And even if you're mentally disabled, you know, I don't know if that's the correct term, but even if that's the case, it doesn't mean you don't have the right to be physically fit. And just to, as you said, you know, this whole... you know, being fit or going to the gym or working out, it's not just a physical thing. Yeah. You know, everyone has a right to, because I do wonder, you know, you do see a lot of, you know, disabled people, and you're just like, hmm, like, damn, like, you know, are they having access to certain things? Yeah. And I don't, I didn't really notice or pay attention till I took a, um, um, what's it called? Is it human disability class? Mm-hmm. Something disability class at UIC in mm-hmm. college. I dropped it. And um, it's actually a good class because it just provided a lot of awareness for me and how, mm-hmm. like, a lot of buildings don't provide access for people who have disabilities to get in. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like, how do you expect someone who may not be able to walk or see or whatever? Or, you know, the different types of disabilities. Too, yeah. We kind of judge disabilities on just physical appearance, too. Mm-hmm. Not every disability you could immediately see, you yeah. know? And it's like, how would they have access to get into certain buildings? Like, mm-hmm. that's so unfair. How do they get have access to do this or do that? Like, as if they are not part of our community. About, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we really exclude them. And it's just, it's quite unfortunate. So for him to do that, like a gym, what? And then he trains them. Yeah, save space. Come on, I love that. Shout out to that. Yeah, so shout out to him for that. Do you have any final words? Any thoughts? Any news? Anything you want to share with the people, guys? Make sure you're subscribing to the episodes to. Get all of our latest mm-hmm. drops. Make sure you're following us on social media and engaging with us at Cross X Cultured Podcast. Mm-hmm. Make sure you are supporting us in everything. We have a lot of things cooking for you guys. Thanks for rocking with us. Thanks for riding with us. Thanks for growing with us. Um, and, you know, just always like to let y'all know that we love you. Absolutely. And uh, my quote is just, you know, self-care is not self-indulgence, but it is self-preservation. So be really in intentional about yourself you know because if not you who else would do that Mm. so care and love yourself and of course tune into the podcast thank you so much and this is cross culture somebody who is a dumbass stupid makes me
Hey, it is Erica Mona. It's Danielle, and this is Cross Culture. You know how we like to start. Hey. It's what? Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. Hey. Cross culture.